What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Boy, Brett Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Reno. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers. They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 78 of the ROH cast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and once again I'm here with Stephen, who is the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hello everyone. And we're joined by Podcast Worst Nightmare, John. How's it going? Uh, This week we've got quite a few things to talk about. We're going to run through the latest Ring of Honor TV show. We're then going to go through the latest news that John has. We're then going to preview the 11th anniversary iPay-Per-View, which takes place this Saturday. And we'll wrap up the show answering uh, questions and topics that you've sent in. So to kick things off, as we always do, we'll get to the latest Ring of Honor on SBG TV show. Um, The show began with a promo by Kevin Steen. Um, Steen basically said that the only reason he gave Lethal the title shot was because Lethal was the one who got rid of Jim Cornette and because Jim Cornette is now gone, Kevin Steen is is proud to be in Ring of Honor and he wants to be an honourable champion Um, and that was essentially it and that kicked off this week's show and then we got to a top prospects tournament finals match between Matt Taven and Tadarius Thomas where at the end of the match we saw Truth Martini interfere using the the devastating Book of Truth. How many people has this knocked out now? That must uh, be the heaviest book in the world. I love how I'm not a big fan of Caleb Seltzer, but I believe he called it the Bible of bullcrap, and I think that's quite good. So I'll I'll give him a plus one for that and the team man fishing thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, after the the book was involved, uh, Matt Taven picked up the win. And it initially looked like that Matt Taven was shocked and didn't want anything to do with Truth Martini. But Martini whispered something in uh, Taven's ear, possibly about all the women he could get to take their pants off. Hoopla hotties. Hoopla hotties he could get for Taven. And Taven was like, I'm up for some of that. So I'd I'd listen to Truth if he said that to me. Exactly. So it looks like Matt Taven has now aligned himself with uh, Truth Martini. And I'll go to you, John. What did he think of the opening match this week? I thought it was a pretty decent match. It wasn't the best uh, match in the tournament, but it it was a it was a good conclusion to the to the tournament. And I'm glad Matt Taven got the win. I've liked his work for the better part of the last year, and I'm glad we're going to get to see more of him in the future. And I think him and Truth Martini are going to make a great combination. Stephen, what do you think about this new pairing we've got? Yeah, I have to agree with with John. Really. I'm glad that they've uh, aligned Taven with a. Uh, with Martini, I know we were saying uh, after the House of Truth sort of collapsed that they needed to keep Martini around because he's just so entertaining, and uh, you know this is a great way to do it. You know, get, giving Taven a, a big push as well, putting him with Martina will definitely help him. Um, uh, we haven't really heard much of him on the mic, have we? So uh, maybe that's not his sort of strongest uh, aspect. So obviously Truth will help him out on that side as well. So um, yeah, mm. I think that they've done well to book it this way. I think there was always. This was always going to be the the sort of result, wasn't it? Truth Martini was going to sort of align himself with the winner, and uh, yeah, I can't really grumble with uh, uh, Matt Taven. And looking forward to his match at uh, length anniversary show. Now. 
And if you go back to the RHCast archives, I think I, oh, even, I called this, you know, one of my many predictions that I <laughs> get 100% right was Matt Taven would win this and align himself with Martini. So. It, would, it would take us too long to go back and listen to all the uh, predictions you got wrong. <laughs> but the, the, one that, the one or two that you got right would, wouldn't take that long, would it? Really? Right, so uh, up next we had Inside Ring of Honor, which is um, the usual promo, so I won't waste anyone's time by going into that. Um, we then had another promo by Jay Lethal. He came out to the ring with a mic and he essentially said that Steen, you know, he wants to be, he's claiming that he wants to be an honourable champion. He loves Ring of Honor, he wants to be there, but Lethal thinks he's full of crap, essentially. Um, Lethal thinks it's a mind game by Steen and that's the only way he beats his opponents. So Lethal's not going to fall victim to any of the mind games and he says he's going to win this Saturday at the 11th anniversary. Which then brought us to the uh, to the main event. And I think we'll be talking about that match and my predictions. Um, I think we've got another question about my prediction. About that, so we'll get onto that later. Um, so yeah, then we get to the main event, which was a six-man tag team match. I believe we had one of these a couple of weeks ago. Um, anyway, Roderick Strong, and now is it Team Manfishing or Red Capital D R Dragon? I mean, it's Team Manfishing. Team Up Fishing makes... Dragon is the dumbest team name they could have ever come up with. No, it's not that bad as a name if they even wore red or... or the f- if they dragons? Just... Yeah, <laughs> if, if they wrote it normally, but... If, if they came to the ring on dragons, then it would be okay. Yeah. But, but, team... but what's the point? It's just stupid. Well, even if they were Chinese, that would be slightly racist, but at least it would sort of... It's going to offend people. But, yeah, Team Up Fishing is a much better name, so we'll stick with that. So yeah, Roderick Strong teaming up with Team Man Fishing to take on Michael Elgin, Davy Richards, and Eddie Edwards. So the American Wolves and Elgin here in the main event. So I'll go to John. What did you think of the main event to this week's show? Well, before we get to the main event, uh, the Briscoes joined the commentary team for the match. And oh, we should Mark... mention that. They replaced Caleb Seltzer. And Mark no! Briscoe... And Mark That's Briscoe fake. asked the hard-hitting questions, such <laughs> as, if Bobby Fish was an actual fish, what kind of fish would Bobby Fish be? What kind of what kind of fish do you think he'd be? Oh, good one. I don't really know that many types of fish. I don't know about fish to be honest. I'm not really a a fish guy, so uh My fish knowledge really only comes from finding Nemo. I think that's a question that we can put to the RH cast force. You know, we did this last time and someone came up with Team Man fishing and that stuck, so Yeah, what kind of fish? Would Bobby Fish be if he was a fish? <laughs> There's lots of fish in that question. Yeah. <laughs> Straight from Mark Briscoe's mouth, so he obviously wants to know, and we'll, we'll find out for him. Um, and that wraps up this week's Ring of Honor. Oh, wait, no, you didn't even talk about that. <laughs> Forget the match. Oh, yeah, yeah, the match, it was pretty good. It was pretty much exactly what you expect out of these six wrestlers. It was a fun main event and a great way to cap off the show leading up to the 11th anniversary show. Perfect. So now that does actually wrap up the TV show and we will move on to this week's Ring of Honor news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com. We start off with some some kind of sad news. (laughs) Let me start that over again so I won't stutter. Play the song again. I'm not redoing it. Just go ahead. <laughs> uh, we start off with some potentially 
sad news for uh, Ring of Honor fans who have DirecTV and SBG markets. Um, because the SBG uh, deal with DirecTV runs out February 28th. And if a new deal is not reached by 11.59 p.m. that night, That's tomorrow. DirecTV, yeah, that is tomorrow. That is your birthday. So way to go. Way to ruin everybody's birthday, DirecTV <laughs> and SBG. But if a new deal is not reached by 11.59 uh, February 28th, DirecTV will not carry SBG stations until the deal, deal is reached. And last time I checked, which was earlier today, uh, the two sides are still at a standstill. So it'd be... It's likely that the deal won't be reached. Now, now, John, in the uh, in in England, the TV is much more simpler. We know what's going on over here. H- how important is this? Is Direct TV major thing? I'm probably going to sound really stupid to the Americans. Yeah, like, I have Direct no clue. T- like Direct TV is like the leading satellite provider here. In okay, America. so to lose them is quite quite bad, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they'll so still be carried. The SBG stations will still be carried. In the markets on cable and on other like satellite services, but Directv is a big deal and that'd be a big loss. Okay, so I'll have to uh, stay tuned over the coming weeks, really, to see if there's any developments there. Yes, and uh, now on to this weekend's big wrestling weekend in Chicago. Uh, the 11th anniversary show and the TV taping both take place Saturday and Sunday in Chicago Ridge, and the cards are starting to take shape. The card is complete for the 11th anniversary show, and we'll talk about that in the preview. Yes, but uh, just go ahead and give you a, a, a preview of the preview. Oh, God. <laughs> Announced earlier this week is a six-man mayhem match with uh, QT Marshall versus Silas Young versus Mike Seidel versus Adam Page versus Sedarius Thomas versus Ring of Honor's newest signee, ACH. So that's ACH, be- surely. Actually, we'll talk about that in the preview. Keep going. Yes. And uh, there's been more matches announced for the TV taping uh, this Sunday. The American Wolves will take on Tadarius Thomas and ACH. Hmm. And, and Steven's favorite match, Four Corner Women of Honor, Four Corner Survival Match. <laughs> Athena versus Mischief versus Cherry Bomb versus Scarlet Bard, Bardo, Bardo, <laughs> Bordeaux. <laughs> Bardo, Bardo. Bordeaux. It's a place in France, isn't it, as well? Steven's too distracted. Uh, John's too distracted by the picture to get a name right. <laughs> exactly. Just call her Scarlet, I guess. That's easy. Yeah, Scarlet. Or Hoopla Hottie. I think she should join the House of Truth. Mm. I don't even know anything about her, but she should join the House of Truth. <laughs> uh, Ring Let's of move Honor. on. Go on. Yeah, Ring of Honor returns to Texas on June 1st when it makes its way to San Antonio. And there's a very funny video on YouTube of a guy freaking out out of happiness <laughs> I saw that. about Ring of Honor coming to San Antonio. And now, finally, to wrap things up, there's some... Uh, Really good content on the site over the past couple weeks. A new article by Dave, uh, An Absence of Sanity, and argues whether or not Delirious needs to be an active wrestler again in Ring of Honor. We have two new reviews. Uh, I reviewed Defire Deny 2, and Steven reviewed Honor vs. Evil, which took place last weekend, I believe it was, in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. It was the 16th, yeah, so I believe it was, uh, yeah, it'll be coming up to two weeks this weekend, so yeah, not quite recent. So I think it's good for Ring of Honor to get these shows out quickly on video so, on demand like that. So what did those two shows... Uh, let's hear a summary of both. You know, I'll go to you first, John. What sort of an overview of Defy Deny and what did he give it? Should people pick it up? I gave it a, a four out of five stars. It was the same rating I gave to the uh, Dearborn show the night before. And the Defy Deny 2 isn't as consistent 
as the Dearborn show, which had which was basically good matches from you know opening to close. This had some bland matches on it, but what was good on this card was really good, so it's definitely worth checking out. Honor versus Evil was also a really good show. I gave that four out of uh, five as well. Uh, the undercard was a bit uh, underwhelming. Uh, the Briscoes were in singles matches, and neither of those were too great because the people that were wrestling weren't too great, really. <laughs> um, who were they facing? Jay Briscoe was against QT Marshall, and Mark Briscoe was against Spider Nate Webb. So both of those were they were they were okay. You know, they weren't terrible. Neither of them were were much to write home about. Um, luckily, there were some uh, good matches. Uh, ACH against Roderick Strong was probably the second best match on the show. That was a really, really good match. Um, and also TD Thomas as well. I'm, I've not been a, a massive fan of him. I've said it uh, on the podcast before that, I don't know, I just find him uh, not to my taste. But he had a really, really good match against Jay Lethal. Um, apart from the end, which, which saw a bit of a botched uh, lethal injection. Uh, but the, the match up until then was, was really good as well. And the uh, the main event was was brilliant as well. Six man uh, main event between the RH All Stars and and Scum, uh, and that was really good as well. So yeah, overall really good show. And we also had the debut of Hoopla Uncut, which was uh, which was Truth Martini along with uh, a couple of Hoopla hotties, and he was uh, interviewing Adam Cole. So uh, that was a that was a really good segment. I hope we see more of those on the house shows. And that sounds great, good to me. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a really good show from top to bottom. Really, uh, really enjoyable watch. So I'd uh, advise people to go and pick it up uh, on the view on demand uh, on the Ring of Honor website. So I think Ring of Honor has done three shows. Like, well, obviously taken out TV tapings, they've done three house shows this year, and all three have reviewed really well. So this is a great start to the year, especially after some of the. The duds last year, like Castlemania, for example. So, um, that was no hope- dud. Hopefully, they'll keep this up and we'll, we'll be having a review of 11th anniversary next week. So, will that get four as well or will they get something better? We'll have to find out this weekend. And finally, to wrap up the news, just one final plug. Uh, last week, we interviewed Carrie Silken here on the ROH cast, and it was a very good interview, really informative. It was. Of basically, what his role in Ring of Honor was and his passion for Ring of Honor. So it was a very good, it was you know really insightful. So go check it out. Yeah, I enjoyed speaking to him. It was, it was good to finally interview him. So uh, and what a better time to do it when with uh, the 11th anniversary coming up as well. So yeah, it was really good. And if you didn't listen to it, I'd recommend you go and check it out. And uh, I believe that wraps up the news. It sure does. So now we're going to move on to a preview of this weekend's Ring of Honor Eye pay per view. The 11th anniversary show takes place this Saturday. At I believe 8:30 p.m. Eastern. Is yes. that right, John? That is, that is correct. So for everyone else who's in England, 1:30 in luck. the morning. <laughs> so that's lovely for us. Um, so we're going to preview all the matches now. We'll run down the card. We'll share our predictions. Mine will all be correct as always. <laughs> and then we'll give sort of a. We'll move on to questions and topics that you've sent in. So uh, we'll begin with our matches now. When I can find who is in the six-man match. Okay, we have a six-man mayhem match between God's Gift to the RH World Forum, QT Marshall, ACH, Sardis Young, Mike Seidel, Adam Page, and Tadarius Thomas in a six-man mayhem match. So what do we expect from this, and who do we think is going to pick up the victory? And I'll go to Stephen first. Um, I think this would be a really good opening match. I'd be surprised if they didn't put this as the opener. It makes sense, uh, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor used to do this quite often, put a six-man match at the start. Um, you know, they're normally quite fast-paced and full of action. And, you know, giving, you know, all these guys were in the top prospect tournament, so giving them another chance to, to shine as well on iPay-per-view is a good decision, in my opinion. Um, in terms of who's going to win, I'd like ACH to win. Um, mm. I think he's on a roll now. He says his match against Strong at Honor Evil was really, really good, um, especially, you know, with him just signing a contract as well. So I think winning on iPay-per-view would really help him. Um Obviously, QT Marshall would probably be favourite, I'd, I'd say, mainly just No, because. he's been jobbing out so much there recently. He has, but, I mean, why, why else would they keep booking him? If they're going to keep jobbing him out, what's the point in him even being there? I mean, are they still hoping to have him and RD Evans, you know, feuding with Nana and or Tommaso Ciampa? I mean, are they still planning for that? Or um, That's one side note. Where the hell is Prince Nana? Seriously. Well, that was Tommaso Ciampa as well. He turned up at Final Battle, didn't Yeah, he? but he's he's hurt, so that's all right. But Nana's not injured. Where Gosh. is he? We haven't seen him since Final Battle. Well, maybe we'll see him on Saturday night. Maybe he'll... Uh... Oof. Might have to send him a tweet, try and get the scoop from yeah. the man himself. Well, we've got Hoopla and Cut. We need some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of embassy uh, segment. Nana, Nana Uncensored or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this match should be really good. I think it's, you know it should be a good opener. Uh, I said I like HCH or even uh, Tadarius Thomas to win. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Should be a good match. Uh, John, who do you think is going to win the six man mayhem? I have to agree. I think ACH should be the person to win, especially mm. since he just signed the contract. He's been one of the most impressive wrestlers on the independent scene for the past year. And this would be a good boost to get his Ring of Honor career started in the right way. And I'm happy to see people like him and the other people in the top prospects tournament get a shot here on iPay-Per-View to kind of impress the crowd and earn more bookings in the future. Yeah, I agree, really. I think it's going to have to be ACH. They've, he's just been signed. They made a big deal out of that, so there's no better way for him to sort of kick off his official Ring of Honor run, really, by getting a victory here. So, Well, we've I spoken think... to people before that they made a big deal out of signing, and they ended up doing very little with them. So, Oh, that is very true, actually, yeah. yeah. More well, than one person. <laughs> it depends how many... Uh, solid golden planes required to bring in ACH. That's the issue. These yeah, that's a good point. These ridiculously expensive planes. But anyway, moving on with the card, we have a no holds barred match. So anything's allowed, ether, whatever you want. Charlie Haas takes on one half of the BJ Express, BJ Whitmer, and uh, it's got to be Cheeseburger has got to interfere here and cost Haas the match. Surely. It has to happen, especially with the way Haas has been beating him up lately, like even on the house shows. Yeah. it's Something's got to happen. And for, I, for people who didn't see that, they uploaded a video from Honor vs. Evil where Haas just destroyed poor Cheeseburger <laughs> against the guardrail. <laughs> it was so good. He was just like swinging him about repeatedly into the guardrail. <laughs> Anyone who watches Raw, it's exactly what Cesaro did to Miz, but more violent because Cheeseburger is so skinny. So, <laughs> And after that, and you know, he even did a promo on, on him about how he's going to kill him and He's going to have to come out and cost him the win, which will then lead to an eventual comedy match between the two, and it'll be fantastic. So, Cheeseburger versus Haas, feud of the year? Let's not At get ahead moment, of ourselves. Yeah. You know, the feud hasn't even started yet. We've got to have the match, then there'll be a rematch. Then there'll Cheeseburger's be the already wrestler of the year. A Maybe. newcomer of the year. <laughs> so, are we all in agreement there? Do we all think that I'm not sure Cheeseburger is going to get involved in this. Well, I think they're going to drag it out for a bit longer. I, I, I've said on the forum, I think Red Titus is going to get involved and cost BJ Whitman the match. 
Oh. Uh, I don't want to see Rhett Titus with BJ Whitmer or Charlie Haas anytime soon. Yeah. I'm just being involved with each other. That's why I think they're going to do it. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure it's it's it looks pretty obvious that they're going to turn Titus heel because he's sort of really stagnated since King left. You know, they tried the tag team with BJ Whitmer and it sort of failed. They want to push BJ Whitmer, which is fair enough. I think he's been pretty good since he came back, and he's a he's a good guy to have. He always puts on good matches, and I think that would just be a good way of introducing Titus into the uh, into the fold. Really, I, I think you know, even if it doesn't happen on Saturday, I think it's going to happen. Maybe even on the TV show, have mm-hmm. Whitmer and Tart- uh, Titus, who's Titus? <laughs> Whitmer and Titus have some sort of interaction, and, and Titus is going to turn heel, and they'll still have a feud, which is not one I'd particularly be looking forward to. I think Titus nah. has been pretty poor since since King left but hopefully this little bit of time off has, has helped him um, I think either way we're going to see some sort of interference either Cheeseburger is going to cost Haas the win or uh, Titus is going to cost Whitmer the win uh, but th- I think this match should be pretty good I mean the match at Final Battle really exceeded everyone's expectations if they do something like that it's just chaos it's just really a fight they don't really try and make it yeah, a good I mean, match then that, yeah this, actually, is a, a, this should be like a fun brawl because remember I think it was at Glory by Honor Haas and Whitmer had some exchanges that were really funny Yes. And then their then their match at Final Battle was a lot of fun. So I think this has the chance to be a really fun brawl in a in a you know, just a good match. A good solid hardcore match. And I'm actually surprisingly looking forward to this. Yeah, I, th- I think that the way they've booked Haas recently has been really clever because they're you know, they they're putting him in a lot of these no holes bar matches so he doesn't have to really do much, much rest. They're having him just sort of beat up jobbers, like in handicap matches as well. Yeah, so they're just, sort of just... they're playing into his strengths, which is his yeah, character, exactly. rather than his his wrestling. Not saying that's bad, but no, he's not a bad wrestler at all. But he's not really an ROH style wrestler. I mean, he's, he's very he's, yeah, he's not an exciting wrestler to watch. No, I mean mm-hmm. you're not gonna look for you know if it, if this was a one on one normal match, you'd probably look at it and think, oh, this is going to be very slow and a bit boring because it's no yeah. hard's bad. It, you know, it, uh, as you say, plays to his strengths. And BJ Whitmer, obviously, you know, he, he knows a lot about sort of no holds barred and hardcore matches. So, yeah, I think they've really done well with Haas recently. I, I still say he's one of the most entertaining things on the show. Uh, Honor it versus Evil, he was brilliant, apart from the whole uh, cursing disabled people, which was maybe a bit too far, even for <laughs> the Haas hole himself. So, but, I don't know what kind of disgusting person would make fun of the disabled. I've, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you too. Anyway, we don't make next. fun of the disabled. That's, he did once. That's liable. it out, but um, up next we have a what Ring of Honor are promoting is a grudge match between Scum, Steve Carino, and Jimmy Jacobs taking on Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. So, what do you guys expect from this? Who do you think is going to pick up the victory? This should be good, but it's not particularly one I'm really looking forward to. I'm, this is the match I'm least excited for on the card. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I was looking at the card, and I think maybe just because the card is so strong that hmm. you know that CNC always always do well and always put on a good show. I think I, I do like Carino and Jacobs as a team, but they're not really a bit like Haas. They're not really well. Carino, I suppose, especially he's not really an exciting wrestler. Um, he's more character based, obviously, uh, but. I've got a feeling this match is going to be better than people expect it to be, but it's definitely the one I'm sort of least looking forward to. I think mm. Scum, I think Scum will get the win because, you know, they're doing the, this whole, um, you know, our numbers will grow, uh, sort of thing. So I think Scum will win. You know, maybe Karuna uses the uh, the roll of quarters thing again. Oh, the infamous roll of coins. Yeah, or, or the spike. I think there'll be some sort of, uh, you know, sort of dodgy finish, and 
So it won't harm CNC too much. Uh, I think they just they wanted something to do with these two teams, and they neither of them were going to be doing anything going into this show. So mm. they it, it sort of fits into the whole uh, scum against Ring of Honor sort of storyline at the moment. So uh, it should be perfectly fine. But uh, I'm not sure their sort of styles will clash that well. Uh, I think a bit before we came on, I almost said before we came on air, <laughs> um, we talked about uh, Jimmy. You know, Jimmy. As long as Jimmy Jacobs sort of is. The most active of the two, him, him and CNC should sort of mesh quite well together. So uh, I'm expecting Scum to win this one, I think. Now, I think, I don't know, I, I personally think that CNC are going to pick up the win here. Um, I feel like they need that momentum boost and defeating a team like Scum. The, you know, the former tag team champions will definitely help them there. And, there's, you know, there's all this talk of new people joining Scum and... If that does happen, I think that's going to be a segment where there's a new member or two added, and that'll either be here or in the main event. So if it does happen here, I think it'll be a post-match type thing. Like maybe CNC will get the win and then be beat down by whoever this new guy or new team or whatever these new people are. But I still think that CNC, no matter what happens, will will end up getting the victory. I don't think it will be an interference during the match because I, I fully expect the. Haas and Whitman match to have some sort of interference. I don't think they'll yeah. be wanting more than one match on a show to end with sort of a uh, you know an interference. Especially um, the undercard, anyway. Yeah, I think the only reason I'd go with Scum is that they've been built really strongly up and you know up to to this event and with the whole hypes you know over Karina saying that the numbers are going to grow and stuff. I just think maybe a, as I said, like a a dodgy win for them will probably help uh, Scum, especially if Steen's going to be leaving soon as well. They need all the momentum they can they can get to sort of uh, progress as, after Steen's left as well. So uh, I, th- I think either team could win this one, as you said. You know, C&C probably need a, a win as well, but I personally would probably say Scum. But what, what would you say, John? Yeah, I don't know. I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, moving I could, on. <laughs> I, I, I could see either team winning because both teams could benefit a lot from winning this match. Scum with the whole new members thing, you know, make them look strong. Going into that, and CNC, they use this as momentum to continue moving up the card. But I think a win for Scum would do would help them more than a win for CNC would in this situation. So I will go with Scum getting the victory. Mm, we might even see some sort of no contest, maybe where I can see something like that happening. Yeah, new mm. member slash members come out and take out the referees or something, and the, I don't know something like that. But I don't know. Okay, I, say, so. I say scum. John says scum. So, screw oh, you, Harry. C and C. But I think the next one we'll all be in agreement on because Ring of Honor have kindly spoiled it for us. Um, Adam Cole defends the Ring of Honor TV title against the winner of the Top Prospects Tournament, Matt Taven, who will have the uh, the Punani Predator Truth Martini in his corner <laughs> at ringside. <laughs> And uh, Ring of Honor have already announced that Matt Hardy will be defending the Ring of Honor. Did I just say Matt, Matt Hardy? Hardy? <laughs> no, he's going to win it. Why did you say Sorry, sorry, me? I didn't mean to. Sorry, Ring of Honor. I didn't because mean to. Adam Cole it. reminds you so much of young Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> they were right all along, damn it. Adam Cole will be defending the Ring of Honor TV title against Matt Hardy on the uh, TV tapings on Sunday, the night after. Ring of Honor have announced this match. They have released uh, a promo video earlier today promoting that match. So it's pretty much guaranteed that Adam Cole will retain here and then go on to lose the belt to Matt Hardy and then the Ring of Honor fan base will explode. 
Um, so uh, apart from the finish, unless anyone disagrees there, do you think Matt Taven's going to win and face Matt Hardy? No. 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 Okay, so we'll mo- we won't move on, but what do you think of, what do you expect from this match? I mean, there's not really much we can say here, to be honest, without... No, again, I... it, should be, it should be a good match, I think. Uh, you know, hopefully they'll get a, a decent amount of time to work with the match, even though we sort of know who's going to win. I think that'll help uh, Taven, because, you know, most of his matches in Ring of Honor haven't really been that long, you know. Yeah, short TV matches. Yeah, the top prospect ones were always uh, sort of quite small, that's short even, and even his matches against uh, Mondo on TV last year were, none of them were sort of very, uh, very long matches. So, yeah, hopefully this can be, you know, 10, 15 minute, you know, pretty decent sort of mid-card match. Mm. Uh, I'm just so glad we're not seeing Matt Hardy on iPay-Per-View, to be honest. So thank you, Ring of Honor, for doing that. And thank you, just Liz, don't Matt. give him the bow on Sunday, because if you do, then we're shutting down the website. Oh, no, don't do it, because they, they <laughs> want us to shut down. They don't like us, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, and then we, we might we might shut the website down. They'll hear that and be like, quick, give them the bell, change it, change the booking. We've got to get rid of those guys. <laughs> um, so we'll move on with the card. Uh, up next, we have a two out of three falls match between the former members of the House of Truth. Roderick Strong will take on Michael Elgin. And I think this is probably another, in my opinion anyway, easy you know, if you're doing the pickums, easy way to pick up points here. Michael Elgin has to win this. He lost at final battle. He got pinned by Strong this past week on TV in the six-man tag. So Elgin going over here will be a huge plus for, for Elgin. Huge momentum boost. And I wouldn't be surprised if he goes two straight falls. But I wouldn't put any bets on that. Have but... it, has ever, you know, has a two out of three falls match ever finished? It has. Two I, falls. I, like, so it the Briscoe's gimmick, didn't it? Like, winning two or three falls matches in two straight falls. That was a thing going for a while. Oh, maybe it has then. Well, outside of Ring of Honor, probably has. That's why Triple H has done it once. But he he can book whatever he wants. He just... Exactly. Plays, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he would have finish it in one fall. <laughs> so, you know, rather than getting into specific falls here, are you guys in agreement? Do you think Elgin's going to pick up the victory? Yeah, I think Elgin will eventually pick up the victory. He has to win something to either keep this feud going or to kind of blow it off because he can't keep losing to Strong over and over and over again and expect and you know have any kind of credibility. So I think this is the one Elgin picks up. Probably not two straight falls. I can see uh, Strong you know stealing a fall with, with some kind of shenanigans, but I see Elgin eventually you know in the end picking up the win. And I think this has the potential to be the best match of the night. This is probably one of the match i'm most looking forward to i'm inclined to agree i think there it has a lot definitely has a lot of potential hmm, i have to agree with you too i think algin's i think algin's more or less gonna win this um i'm interested to see what they're gonna do with roderick strong because i think personally strong is probably as good now as he ever has been i think i don't know i really sort of enjoy watching him in wrestle i think he's as i said i think he's probably better now than i mean if he sort of you know, look at him now compared to what he was like during his title run. I think if he mm. had the title now, his title run would be so much better than it was back then. Mm. I think even yeah. in those couple of years, he's progressed a lot. His character's a lot better now. And I don't know. I just, I just find him more enjoyable now than I ever have done, really. So I think um, if uh, once Jay Lethal wins the world title, I think maybe he could be a, a f- bit of a feud for there. Roderick yeah, Strong, Jay possibly. Lethal. I think, yeah, I think they're, obviously they're going to wait until... Uh, Sting loses the belt, but I, th- I think Strong should definitely be in and around the world title picture again. I mean, he hasn't been. Yeah, in I know. I know we all sort time. of banned him 
Daisy and Eddie <laughs> from the title scene because of each other. But now there's actually other guys in there. You know, Roderick Strong's welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, Eddie and Daisy are out of it for a while. Who is it? Oh, it's yeah, Daisy and Eddie that have no title shots. So Roderick Strong could still go for it. But uh, moving on, I, I think, is, unless you've got anything else to add about the two or three falls. No, as John said, I think this will be among the strongest, if not the strongest match on the card. And... Very strong. Oh, yeah. See, but... I meant that. On that I, note, I didn't, but. <laughs> we'll move on to the dream tag team match. Now, I've never dreamed of this match. I don't really dream of wrestling anyway, but anyway. I once had a dream that involved gold dust, but I'll leave that. <laughs> Whoa. Was, it, was it a shattered dream? <laughs> I, 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 the dream was like I was try, trying to drive somewhere, and I ended up driving into the, the arena, and there's a wrestling show going on. He was trying to tell me how to get out of there. <laughs> gold dust. Anyway, gold dust is not in this dream tag team match. Unfortunately. Instead, <laughs> we have the American Wolves taking on the Forever Hooligans, uh, Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov, who I know nothing about either of them. I think I've seen Kozlov two or three times in TNA, but uh, apart from that, I haven't seen very little of these two. So I'm, you know, I've heard that this match is going to be great, and a lot of people <laughs> are excited for it, but it's hard for me personally to get excited. But who knows? Well, the Wolves are in it, so you know it's going to be good, but. What what do you two expect here? And I'm not sure who's going to pick up the win, to be honest. I think it's going to be a very good match. Rocky Romero was really good in his Ring of Honor run, so I can only imagine, you know, he's gotten better with time. But I don't like Alex Kozlov that much, so hopefully his involvement is very limited in this match. <laughs> you know how there's just people that annoy you and you have no idea why? Yes. He's one of those people for me. <laughs> But, yeah, I still think this is going to be a very good match. And I see the Forever Hooligans picking up the win because the next day they have the title shot at the TV tapings. Hmm. So I see them, you know, getting the win and have some momentum going into that. I can't see, I can't see the Wolves losing. and I mean, you know, they've been losing to uh, Team Man Fishing and, you know, the uh, Gauntlet match. They lost that. I can't. I think this would sort of harm them quite a bit if they lost this match, I think. You know, a team just coming in, going to have a, a couple of matches. You know, basically the Forever Hooligans are in just to put on two good matches and then they'll be out again. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't think there's any reason for them to win. I don't think... No one's going to believe they're winning the titles on Sunday. Even if they win this match, no one's going to believe that they're going to be winning That's on true. Sunday. So I don't see the point in Forever Hooligans really winning this. Uh, like Harry, I, mean, I don't... I know a lot about... Well, I'll say a lot. I know a fair bit about Rocky Romero and I've, I've seen, you know, uh, bits of him in Ring of Honor. I've seen the past and he's always... Uh, been good in my opinion. Alex Kozlov, I think I've seen a couple of his matches in Ring of Honor. I can't remember them that well. I don't really know much about him. Uh, yeah, you know, what you said, really, a lot of people are looking forward to this. You know, the American Wolves could probably wrestle the headbangers. Those two. Better than the headbangers. That's true, actually. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of going in with it, going into this with sort of. Uh, Closed eyes, Ray. I don't really know what to expect, but it, it should be a good one, I think. And uh, yeah, I think the Wolves will win this one because, as I said, I don't see why the Forever Hooligans would really win it and what uh, sense. purpose it would cause, really. So, another tag team match up next. We have the Ring of Honor tag team titles being defended as the Briscoes put the belts on the line against Team and Fishing, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I think I, I earlier can probably be quoted as saying that Team Amphishim would pick up the belts here, but based on the fact that the uh, Forever Hooligans have a title match the very next day, 
I can't see the Briscoes losing it at this point. So I, I'm still, um, I still think that Team Ambition will be the next Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, but I just don't think it's going to happen during this match. And this should be a, a great match because I've really started to like Team Ambition in the brief time we've seen them so far, and the Briscoes are always great. So you know it's going to be a, a fantastic match and. Uh, it'd be nice if Team Ambition picked up the victory, but I think it's going to be the Briscoes. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't really see Team Ambition winning. Uh, I initially thought they would when the match sort of got announced, but I don't, I don't know. You know, the Briscoes are so over. I think they want them to sort of carry the match for a little while longer. But as you said, I think Team Ambition will definitely be the next champions, and that will lead to them and the American Wolf sort of uh, feuding over the belts uh, going into sort of the uh, the mid part of the year. But uh, this match should be really good. As you said, uh, you know, the team and Fishing have been really impressive, I think, since they uh, were formed. I think they uh, it was a bit of a masterstroke to put Fish in there. You know, as the new guy, a lot of people would have said, oh, you know, don't put him in sort of major sort of uh, matches and, and storylines just yet. But I think that's probably the best way to introduce someone. And him and O'Reilly sort of work well together because, you know, they're quite similar. And, uh, you know, they're I like I just you know quite like their sort of cocky heel uh, sort of gimmick and they they really work well together. So uh, Briscoes, as you said, they're always good. So this match should be uh, another one that's uh, you know, it has got the potential to be a really good match. I must say that there's been a reoccurring theme here that every match on this show should be good. Does, does, <laughs> should should be good. I mean, it, it really there isn't any match you'd look at this card and go, oh, that's going to be pretty bad or oh, I'll skip that. All of them do have a lot of potential. So hopefully they can live up to that potential because I I don't forget you know I remember that final battle 2011 how excited we were and look what happened there so yeah, I very much doubt we'll see a repeat of that but I'm always a bit cautious after that after I don't that. think we're going to get a three hour main event so we should be okay yeah and no oh no Dan Seven though Spe- and, no, and, and no Mabel speaking of the main event <laughs> Kevin Steen will be defending the Ring of Honor world title against unbeatable Jay Lethal. So, spoilers. Spoilers. We've we've told you this for a long time now. We've been calling him unbeatable Jay Lethal since he was TV champion. So, <laughs> um, I believe we actually have a question on the forum that ties into this. Burnside. He says, and finally, Harry, with the 11th anniversary show fast approaching, are you prepared to take a stand on your Jay Lethal versus Kevin Steen prediction? And take a stand is in capital letters. It is. He means business for that. Are you willing to take a stand in capital letters? I am. I I still think Jay Lethal will leave Chicago as the Ring of Honor world champion. And the way I phrase that means if he wins it on the TV show. (laughs) (laughs) If he loses on Saturday night and wins it on Sunday night, then I think you should take over as Booker. Yes. But maybe I already have. That's why I'm so good with these predictions. So that so that's why you're always wearing that mask. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I still I he's unbeatable, Jay Lethal. He had that match as soon as that match happened at uh, Killer Instinct. I knew then. I think a lot of us said that Jay Lethal's the next Ring of Honor World Champion. And if it doesn't happen here, when would it happen? I don't see them dragging this out much longer. So I think that Lethal will win the match, win the belt here. And he would, will turn heel during this match at the, at the conclusion to become the world champion. Because all this talk of him being so honourable, and, and Kevin Kelly talking about how respectful he is and all this, it's setting up for a big swerve 
He's going to turn heel. And he's going to be the Ring of Honor World Champion because the, t- the top heel in Ring of Honor right now is Charlie Haas. So Ring of Honor needs to sort of get some top heels up there. And I don't think we've ever seen Jay Lethal as a heel before. So it's definitely got some potential to be something different and unique. And if that's not taking a stand, I don't know what is. I think you should be a salesman because you've completely sold me on that. I think, yeah, I think, that, I think that should be. Ha- I think that should happen. I was very undecided when we before we came on here. I was thinking, I don't know. I was just, you know, I just couldn't see Steen losing. But then I was thinking, as you said, you know, if Lethal doesn't win here, when is he going to win? So I, I, I buy into what you're saying. I, th- I think that should happen. Yeah, just should, jumping on my bandwagon. Yeah, Lethal should win. You know, some sort of low blow and then a Lethal injection and then say, being honourable gets you nowhere and it's. I don't know, just turn, yeah, turn heel and, I, yeah, I, I buy into what you're saying. I, I think Lethal's, go- yeah, Lethal's going to win, turn heel and I'm taking a stand alongside you. And the Irish cast stand. To, I believe I have to join y'all because I think... <laughs> oh, for God's I, sake. I Lethal, so the bandwagon right over away, here. It completely takes away like Harry's thunder of making this prediction. It does, you just, oh, I've been but, saying but, this for ages and now you're just jumping out the bandwagon <laughs> three days before the pay-per-view you know I'm right. <laughs> But I think I think Lethal will make a really good heel if he does turn because the like the fire and passion he's shown during this whole killer instinct angle kind of shows that he has what it takes, has like the charisma, has the ability to play a heel. And I think you know, he could possibly turn. So I am not sure how they do it, but I think he could turn during the match. I guess maybe yeah, I guess it's even said a low blow and like have scum come out or distract Steen or something like that and have Steen turn face in the process. There could be some way. I, I think that... they've already started to plant the seeds of a Steen face turn. And to be honest, in my eyes, he's always been a face just because of the crowd reaction he gets. It doesn't matter how he acts. The crowd have always loved him. So I think Ring of Honor realized that and they're just going to play into that and make him a crowd favorite and make him actually play, act as a face. So I, I definitely think that there'll be a double turn here. Lethal will leave as the world champion. Now, with the whole Scum thing, what what do you think is going to happen with Scum? Do you think Lethal will join them, or what What do you think is going to happen? I think he'll join them, but... Will I... they be involved in the finish? Will uh... they be after think... he loses, or...? I think maybe... Yeah, I think maybe after he loses, or maybe they'll try and help him and inadvertently sort of cost him the match, or... Mm. You know, do something to aid Lethal, and I, th- I, th- I think that might even come on the TV show the day after. I think maybe they'll leave sort of the scum and steam thing to the day after, because I think mean, they'll probably want to focus on Lethal and his sort of turn if they're going to turn him. Um, I, 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 I can see uh, some kind of post-match segment with them coming out and just kind of I don't know putting down Steen and you know kind of trying to join with Lethal. Well, maybe Steen could even say, like, before the match, go on the mic and say, like, he's banned Scum from ringside or something. And then after the match, they come out and say, like, you mm. couldn't do without us and without Scum, you're nothing. And then Steen attacks them or something, and then that would set up. I think it would make sense and... if if Lethal wins, you know, with a low blow or whatever by himself without Scum. And then after the match, Scum come out and beat up Steen because, you know, he talked about all this being honourable and stuff. And perhaps there'll even be an opportunity in the match where Steen could have cheated. Maybe the ref's down and there's a weapon and he hesitates and then Lethal uses it or something like that. And then because of that, because Steen's showing like a good side, Scum just hate that and then sort of kick him out. And maybe they don't officially align with Lethal. 
but it gives Dean something to do after this match. He can then take out Scum and then maybe challenge Lethal again down the line. Yeah, or maybe they'll even, instead of Karina and Jacobs coming down to the ring, if they haven't announced who the new guy or guys are, maybe they'll come down to the ring and attack Steen, and then everyone will be like, what's going on? And then Karina mm. and Jacobs will walk out and just be like, you know, we've replaced you, Steen, we don't need you, and this sort of thing. And we've replaced I think it's... you with QT Martian. <laughs> <laughs> we've replaced you with the Headbangers. Oh, yeah, we don't need you anymore. Oh. Them getting some masked guys, didn't I, last week on the show? <laughs> Two weeks ago, rather. So we definitely don't want that. Okay. But I, yeah, think, I think this no. is a really interesting match. I think it could. There's so many ways it could end. So many ways, you know, different things that could happen. So I suppose yeah, you know, Ring of Honor have done it well and built it up well that we can't really, you know, we can't predict what's going to happen. Really, I already have. And you well, yeah. This Saturday live on. But, but you know, we don't know how it's going to end or what's going to happen afterwards, and that's you know, that's what. When wrestling is good, when you don't know what's going to happen. The unbeatable one's reign will begin and it will never end. Longest <laughs> <laughs> start reign of all time. Tenure reign. <laughs> Somehow, however, you know, we thought Tart matches were his kryptonite, but he's found a cure. He has found a way out of this and we will find out this Sunday. So uh, now we're going to wrap the show up. I don't know how long this has been, but uh, we're going to wrap uh, the show up now by talking the about the questions and topics that you sent in. And there's several ways that you can do this. You can... Um, Send us a tweet to at ROH underscore world on Twitter. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world, or you can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Uh, I think most questions this week have come from the forum. Uh, we'll start off with some that were sent in last week. Obviously, we had the uh, interview with Kerry Silkin, so we couldn't answer these. Uh, Spanky on you asks, if Lethal does win the title, which matches are you looking forward to with him as champion? Oh, well, as we've already said, he will win the title. We've all <laughs> they've all jumped on my back. We've already told like... you. You don't need to watch the show. Lethal's world champion. Yeah, well, you don't need to watch it. It'll be road rage, won't it, at some point? This <laughs> uh... <laughs> week, it'll be road rage. <laughs> so... Yeah, who who are we looking forward to there? With the, I think Adam Cole could get a, TV, a title shot and put in a fantastic match. Mm, right, as you said earlier, Roderick Strong maybe. I think Strong against Lethal that'd be good. Mm. Yeah, I think I think Street. Um, I think Lethal's really underrated actually. I was thinking that when I was watching his match on University. You say that because you're all you, you used to say on this show regularly that you like Jay Lethal, but there's just something about him, and maybe this heel turn is that something. Yeah, I think it is. I mean. Uh, you know, it, when he came back and people were like, oh, you know, we're not 100% sure about this. But, you know, he's he's never really had a bad match. And I think, you know, his match against Steen at the, uh, the Killer Instinct until the horrible finish was really, really good. Uh, you know, that was without weapons or anything. That was just like a technical match that was really good. And his match at Honor versus Evil against uh, Tadarius Thomas. You know, so he can, he can work with the main event guys. He can work with the guys who are just coming in. And he can get a good match. At, you know, he can put on good matches with anyone, really. And... I mean that'll bode well for when he does become champion because, you know, you know, part of the reason he's you know will be world champion is that he can put on great matches and mm. uh, so yeah I think he could have a match with anyone really but um, that's, that's, yeah I think him and him against Strong especially would be really good I think that'll mean that Davy will be eligible for a title shot now I know he's busy with the Wolves but I wouldn't be against Davy having a title shot on the on a house show or live event at some point mm, their match uh, where was it Home, the homecoming? homecoming yeah that was really really mm. good as well So that was where we discovered his kryptonite 
yeah. Well, we started to realise that title matches were his weakness. Yeah, that was a really good match, though. Yeah, Lethal against Edwards, that would be another good one. So, yeah, I think Lethal gives you plenty of options uh, to have some really good matches. Uh, we sort of answered this one already. Do you see Roderick Strong ever getting back in the main event scene? Yes, I can. I think he's, as I said, I think he's improved and he's better than ever. And he's just one of those, like Lethal, you know you're going to get a good match out of him. Mm. Uh, you know, he's he's liked by the crowd. He's respected by the crowd. So, um, I, th- I think definitely, uh, you know, he's been out of the main event scene for a while. So I think he could go back in there when when Lethal wins about no problem. Uh, what about Charlie Haas versus Cheeseburger and Caleb Seltz or whatever his name is in a handicap match? I don't, I don't know why we'd want to see Caleb Seltzer wrestle. I mean, him talking is enough, but <laughs> I think Charlie Haas versus Cheeseburger will definitely happen on an iPay-per-view at some point during this year. That's another... I'm taking a stand on that as well. It will happen at some point on pay-per-view. And it will be the comedy match that R.D. Evans, Prince Nana should have been. I hope he's like really, really puny and then like he walks out for his match and he's absolutely jacked and he's, like, he's been on steroids <laughs> they for just, they, just, they just swap him with Tiny Iron or something. Yeah. <laughs> you, you Google Tiny Iron if you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, who's that guy in WWE at the moment? Is it Biggie Langston? Big, Biggie, Biggie Langston. Maybe. Yeah, if they just like basically got a clone of him to be cheeseburgers that one match, it'd be incredible. <laughs> he turns, he's like the Incredible Hulk. When he gets pissed off, he just becomes huge all of a sudden. But he's puny all the other time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Spank and you's final question is, are you soaring and scoring? I mean, that's Kofa, are you high? Oh, I was going to say, we're, we're certainly not scoring if we're recording a show on Valentine's <laughs> Day. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that answers the question with the recording date of that show. So. We're always soaring, you know. We're always high on RH. Hi. High on the RH yeah. cast force. Yeah, that's what we're, we're all about. Um, Rubber Reed, uh, oh, he's mainly talking about the Carrie Silkin interview, says, really great listen, and he w- listened to it while he was jogging. So, uh, see what happens when getting fit as that. well. There was more to that, but you cut it off, but yeah. I think it was because he said uh, he normally takes him two or three jogs to listen to an episode, but he did this in one sitting. It was that good. We made him jog for 42 minutes. See, but so. RH Cast not only provides you... 42 minutes? Not only provides you with the latest Ring of Honor news, but it helps keep you fit and healthy, so... I know. You know, I haven't even jogged 42 minutes the past year. I think Robert Reed sort of owes us a gym membership fee. I mean, we're basically getting him fit. So I if you just PayPal us, you know... thinking about running for that long at <laughs> a time. <laughs> That's terrible. Um... Burnside asks, with, with regard to the Carrie Silken interview, did he strike you as a particularly strong communicator? Um, Keep going, that's not the whole question. But it's sort of a separate question as well. No, or, I count them as one, just read the whole thing. Or as somebody who has, who has any actual vision for where Ring of Honor is or should be going? It's not really... I mean, he might have, obviously, opinions in his head of where he wants Ring of Honor to be or to go, but he's not going to come out and say all that, because it's not his company, he sold it, so... I don't know what is. I mean, his role is ambassador, so I don't really think he's any sort of high managerial position. So if he doesn't like something, if he starts complaining about it and saying, "Oh, you should do this instead," they'll just kick, they'll just kick him out. So he might have opinions in his head, but he's not going to sort of put those across when he doesn't have any power in the company, so so to speak. Uh, I have to agree. Did he strike you as a particularly strong communicator? Um... I don't know what that means. Well, someone who comes across as quite strong when they're talking, I guess. And he came I thought he did. Somebody who was like very passionate about Ring of Honor, 
who just you know loved the direction it it, it was in. You know, you know he just loved watching it grow and like what it's become, and he wants to see it continue to succeed in the future. Mm, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Burnside asks, true or false? Cheeseburger was great once, but each time he appears, it'll be 20% less amusing than the time before. False. It <laughs> depends what they do. I could perhaps agree, maybe. Yeah, when you were talking about the Matt like, Haas against Cheeseburger match, I think hopefully they'll do that on TV. I don't I don't want to see that on iPay-Per-View. That's not an iPay-Per-View worthy match, I don't think. Well, as good as R.D. Evans was. Yeah, but that was... The concept, when we thought it was going to be a comedy match, that was okay for pay-per-view. Yeah, but... That was going to be a comedy match. A cheeseburger and horse match would have... Oh, I don't know. I'd... I'd... I mean, I'm starting to have a bit of reservations behind it as well. I really loved the whole cheeseburger thing, but... I don't know. We'll see where they go with it. Maybe hopefully. you are right. Maybe it will be a TV, but there will definitely be a match between the oh, two. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. And that, and We'll see how that first one goes. If it's funny, keep it going for a little bit if they can. If it turns out to be a bit boring, then just scrap it. Um... Segwaying to cheeseburger number one, who I don't think. How many cheeseburger the... questions are we getting this week? God <laughs> cheeseburger number oh. one, the, the member. His his name is cheeseburger number one. Um, okay. I don't think he knew the results from Honor versus Evil because he says, "I just don't get why they're not taking a shot with the huge reaction the RH World gave uh, with the cheeseburger spot and not following up with a storyline." But uh, he completely killed cheeseburger um, at Honor versus Evil. Yeah, they are continuing this. Don't you worry. Yeah, they posted a picture on their uh, picture. They posted a video on their YouTube of it, um, or you can order the show and watch the full show. But yeah, it was it looked pretty um, painful. <laughs> mm. uh, it had serious Daniel Bryan slash yes 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 type potential. Um, maybe maybe. Also, not seeing enough of Nigel, Matt Hardy, Truth Martino, or Charlie Haas either. Great six man match with Walls and Elgin versus Strong and Company. Strong finish. Was hoping for TD to go over Taven cleanly. He's electric with those unique moves. I think it's more of just his opinion rather than a yeah. question, but yeah. What's the next one? Um, KL underscore asks, do you think Tadarius Thomas and ACH can impress enough to think about tag team titles for them in the future? Ooh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what to think of this team because ACH has shown a lot of potential as a singles yeah, do we guy. Really so. need do we need another tag team? I don't think we do. If you would have asked us like six months ago, be like, yes, yeah. we need them as a team. Quick team them up. But now, you know, we've got Team Man Fishing. We've got the American Walls back. We've got Scorn. We've got CNC. We've got the Briscoes. We've got the Bravados if they ever come back from Japan. Of course they so, will. Next champions. Yeah, and then they'll lose, and then they'll be heel and face every time <laughs> they come out, and then they'll just disappear again. So there we go. I think we've got enough teams. So I'm not yeah. against it. I mean, it, they're both good. So obviously, but ACH especially, I think, as you said, has shown real uh, potential as a singles wrestler, and I think. You can never have too many singles wrestlers, you know, in that sort of mid card. That's very true, yeah. So I think I think I'd rather keep them as singles wrestlers, but um, yeah, that should be a good match on uh, on Sunday. Um, hmm. This is a good one actually, and this is one of those questions that you wish you'd have time to think about. He says, "If someone who never watched ROH asked you why should I watch ROH, how would you convince them?" Well, well yeah, it depends if they're a wrestling fan already. Yeah, if they're a wrestling fan, I just you just say. You know, it's proper wrestling. If you're sick uh, of watching WWE and TNA... Yeah, watch- I, one of my friends who watches WWE a lot, I convinced him to come watch the pay-per-views and he watches them every... Well, not every month, but however often they are now with me. And I think the way I described it was sort of... He, he used to watch a lot of TNA when that was more sort of what Ring of Honor is. It's not as... 
it wasn't never as wrestling focused as Ring of Honor is, but it still did try and do that with the X Division and stuff. So yeah. I just sort of you just have to. I think it's really more sort of showing them if you get them to watch an event or a match, a main event, and they just see how different the style is, how more exciting the matches are, and it makes you notice how the other companies are a lot different with the pacing of matches as well. It makes things feel a lot slower when you're watching other other shows. So yeah, it is a tough question yeah. in terms of someone who doesn't. Like watch wrestling or light wrestling. Oh, that's I'm not, impossible. They yeah, can't. I'm not. I'm not really sure Ring of Honor is going to be the thing for them. To if be they, honest, yeah. If, if they don't really uh, like wrestling, yeah, they don't yeah. like wrestling. I wouldn't. Yeah. I think you'd, no. you'd start them. I, I think it's sort of natural progression that everyone sort of starts. You know, when they're young, they start on WWE or you know, when I was a youngster, WCW or whatever. And then you sort of, when you're older, you you get into sort of more serious wrestling, and then you know, it's TNA, and now it's Ring of Honor. So. um yeah, I don't think Ring of Honor is that sort of friendly to someone who doesn't watch wrestling, doesn't know anything about wrestling. Uh, well, to wrestling fans, I think it's an easy, easy. Yeah, sale, it's an easy really. sell. You just say, you know, are you sick of the crap you watch on Monday night? Then <laughs> you sick of that? Come and watch Matt Hardy. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> don't mention Matt Hardy, otherwise that one just you won't have a friend anymore. That's true. Um, Northers Nightmare. Since my question for Carrie didn't make the cut last week, I'll ask you guys this week. Oh, uh, and I apologise for that. Yeah, we we, we the, got so many questions, we had to cut a lot of our own ones as well. It was the, the nothing personal. We we had like a we have a, like a shared document between the three of us that had the majority of fan questions in. There, there weren't many that we didn't plan on asking, but when you're interviewing someone, you never know how detailed the responses are going to be and. For anyone who's listened to the show, you know that Carrie was extremely detailed with every single question we gave him. So if we would have asked every single one, it would have been like a three-hour podcast and he probably would have got pissed off for talking to us for that long. So, yeah. yeah, sorry to anyone's question that was cut. It wasn't on purpose. We hadn't planned to. It was just sort of a, as we were going, as the interview was progressing, we thought, oh, we'd better perhaps cut a few questions here in the interest of time. So there we go. Uh, his question is, what former RH wrestler do you think should have gotten the world title but never did? <clears throat> uh, former. Claudio. Yeah, I'd probably say Chris Hero, maybe. Mm, uh, I'm not as big I'd say, as I'd say Claudio. I always like Claudio more than Chris Hero, so I I'll go Chris Yeah. I think uh, either of those guys would be would have been really good world champions. Um, yeah, I mean, you could probably name loads, I mean... Forget the list of uh, Ring of Honor alumni, but we could put <laughs> quite a few, to be honest. But uh, Yimyak asks, is there anybody on the roster that you guys think think needs a heel turn and to join Scum? We've, we've talked about this to death, Jay Lethal. Yeah, I think definitely a heel turn. I'm not sure about joining Scum, but I think definitely he needs a heel turn. and I think eventually Adam Cole will as well, Red if Titus he sticks around. Heel. Yeah, Red Titus. Actually, everyone's turning heel. We're gonna, have to turn, right. we're gonna have to turn face. All right. So, which which heel wrestlers do you think should turn face? Oh, to balance things out. Look at John submitting. Oh, come question. on, John. He's alive. T- Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I think he'll come back as face, won't he? Actually, Mondo's gonna have to face. go heel as well. Oh, Mondo needs to go heel. Yeah. Oh, okay. everyone's going heel. Mahardi's a face when he wins a TV title. I reckon they can make Roderick Strong a face. Roderick Strong's not really a heel anyway, is he? I mean, well, they. They yeah, that, that, yeah, they they book him as a heel, but yeah, he could easily be a face, I think. Mm. So there we go. There's um, one guy turning face to balance out <laughs> the five turning heel. <laughs> That's like uh, such typical internet mark talk. Yeah, oh, everyone turn heel. Heels are better. Turn on everyone heel. <laughs> turn Kevin Kelly heel. Oh, he already is. 
<laughs> Everyone hates him. Especially me. I think I'm like the leader of the anti-Kevin Kelly fan. You're just, you're just anti-commentator. You hate them all. I, don't, I like Nigel, but that's just because he's British. Yeah, that's true. Because we can understand it. No one else can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, will Cheeseburger get revenge on Haas after his oh brutal... God, brutal so <laughs> There's a ring about a pay-per-view in like three days and everyone just wants to talk about Cheeseburger. Because Cheeseburger captured the hearts and imaginations of millions <laughs> across the globe. That's why. Oh. Yes, he will. Cheeseburger. Justice for Cheeseburger. What's the question? Will Cheeseburger get revenge on Haas after his oh, brutal attack? Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Um, DX versus NWO94 asks, do you think we will see Manhattan Mayhem 5 replace Best in the World for the usually usually annual New York City Summer Eye pay-per-view? It's one of Ring of Honor's more infamous shows and the previous four were all in odd number years, 2005, 07, 09, 11, respectively. Hmm, maybe. Best in the World sort of become... They like they do yeah, like that. I mean, that's infamous for when Shelton Benjamin ribs were shattered. So <laughs> that's when he'll return. Is that's that bad when... that when people say the best in the world, that's the first thing that comes to my head? Is that Shelton Benjamin Briscoe's chair attack that <laughs> they replayed so many times? I just never forget it. Um, probably is bad, yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't think it. Re- I don't think it really matters what. Uh, the show yeah, show I mean. the name of shows don't really bother me to be honest. Um, as long as it's not like something stupid, but. Hostage crisis. Yes. Oh, they haven't come up with a stupid. Um, you know, when Bonnet left, the tagline has disappeared. That's because yeah, it was, it was obviously always him, and all the stupid forced nicknames that they gave wrestlers were as well. Yeah, Kill technical it. lightning, <laughs> T.J. Perkins. Why? Why technical lightning? Ridiculous. We asked actually, we did actually ask T.J. about that, and he gave a funny explanation. So, go back through the archive to find that out. Yeah. This is through the one-hour interview trying to find this one. <laughs> the two-second. Yeah. Uh, um, I think. Oh no! Oh god! Oh, he's just got in. Marcus has just got his troll questions in for this week. Can I just say it'd be very funny? I haven't read Marcus. If the guy who we label as the troll is the only person to not mention cheeseburger, <laughs> he hasn't mentioned cheeseburger. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the real troll here? That's what yeah. I'd say get rid of Marcus, but I love his uh, theme music too much. It is very good, isn't it? Yeah. Um his first question, uh I think they're very they're all very Oscar uh linked and I don't really do films, so this is gonna be interesting. Uh the Oscars happen this week I and don't I don't do films. You heard that from Steve <laughs> Tony, co owner of ROH World <laughs> Head writer and editor. I don't do films. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars happened this week, and I was curious as to your thoughts on some wrestlers' acting abilities. Anne Hathaway gets praised for losing weight for her role in Les Mis, but what about Matt Hardy for gaining two of her in body mass for the part of himself in Ring of Honor? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, God, that's good. Yeah, his, uh, his weight-gaining abilities are very... Uh, very impressive. Um, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones can't ha- hold a candle to Tony Kazina's interpretation of Angry Midget. I know it's a f- I know it's not a film. Shut up. <laughs> I don't get the reference, but I just still find Tony. I'm guessing funny. Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones is a midget in Game of Thrones. He can't hold a candle to Tony 
Tony Kazina's interpretation of Angry Midget. See, John, I told you I don't do films. Was it a TV show? I don't know. Game of Thrones is a TV show. John, do you watch Game of Thrones? No, I tried watching it, but I didn't understand. Neither do I. We, no one gets the reference. Sorry. sorry. I don't, I don't really do TV either, or books. I don't really do anything. I'm sure somebody somewhere heard that joke and is dying laughing. But the Funny Tony Kazina is probably laughing right now. <laughs> I like a little gremlin laughing. <laughs> <laughs> a little gremlin. Um... Denzel Washington thinks he can be a drug user. Jimmy Jacobs has clearly been thinking scum stands for smack crack up as a meth. Look at him. <laughs> I still like it that, that scum stands for Steen Carino because um, just everyone forgets about Jimmy Jacobs. <laughs> uh, and that's... I think now that's it. I'll quickly... Yeah, that's it. Um, so... That Thank wraps up the one sent in. episode 78 of the ROH cast. We do hope you enjoyed this week's show and be sure to tune in to the 11th anniversary iPay-Per-View this weekend. Uh, if you're not going to be watching the show live, we'll be t- tweeting live results and we'll have a live uh, blog post or report, sorry, as it happens on ROHworld.com. If you are watching the show live, why not join in the discussion on our forum, ROHworld.com slash forum. The forums are always very busy during the iPay-Per-Views, especially when they don't work. That's when we get the most traffic on there. <laughs> Which is basically every iPay-Per-View. Yeah, so if, anything, if it does or doesn't work, be sure to join in the discussion on the forum. And uh, if you enjoyed this week's show, why not leave a review on iTunes? I see a few of you have. Thank you very much for doing so. Uh, spread the word of the of how good the podcast is, or simply write toot toot as a few people have, and just put five stars. So we appreciate that. And uh, well, thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you all next week when we review the 11th anniversary. Thank you. <laughs>